1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. Well, it's beautiful here, but in other parts of the world, it is a tragedy Mm. and a very difficult time and we are going to turn our eyes again to Turkey and Syria we're going to be speaking with Ellie Oswald she's the executive director of the Faith to Action Initiative a coalition of organizations focused on promoting best practices in care for orphans and vulnerable children good morning to you Ellie thanks for being with us today good morning thanks for having me Oh, it is so wonderful to chat with you, Ellie. And you know, the death toll in Turkey and Syria truly has pushed up in over 40,000. And there are thousands of children who've been left without parents and extended family members are being stretched far too thin as they're selflessly taking in their orphaned young relatives. So, Ellie, paint the picture for us. What are these orphaned children in Turkey and Syria facing at this time? Yeah, what we know from past natural disasters around the world is that Children are often the most vulnerable after tragedies like this. Mm. Um, you know, children who survive natural disasters, they, we see them getting, have increased risk of being separated from their existing families. We see them experiencing violence and exploitation at higher levels. Um, in similar crises, we've also seen an over-reliance on residential care facilities like orphanages and children's homes, even though the majority of the impacted children actually had families who could care for them. For example, after the Haiti earthquake in 2010, you know, we saw international funding flooding that country, of course. But since then, the studies have really shown that a huge percentage of that money went to building and expanding orphanages instead of supporting family members to care for those children. And ultimately, we recognize that all children deserve to grow up in a safe and loving family, but natural disasters like this recent earthquake in Syria and Turkey make it really difficult for orphaned and vulnerable children and their families. Mm. Okay. I appreciate just getting those types of facts mm-hmm. because you never know, like you, you're, you're wanting to give and support organizations or even nations during times of crisis, but you don't always know what they're going to do and, and how that impacts things for generations to come. So this um, focus on supporting a family that is taking in an orphan seems like a much better solution. So tell us about the Faith to Action Initiative. What's the vision and the mission of your organization? Yeah, what's, what's really exciting about Faith to Action is a coalition of Christian organizations that, you know, may be competing for funding, but we actually come together united um, to really promote evidence-based best practices 
in how to care and protect children around the world, what, what is being learned on the ground of what's working for children, and helping those of us out there that want to do something in response to things like this or just in generally want to help children around the world do that with excellence. Um, and, you know, Christians throughout the decades, really since the beginning of the church, have this legacy of generosity, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to children. Um, and during this crisis, our partners recognize that it is really critical for us Christians to direct our support towards giving that supports children um, in the environment of a family. You know, many of us have seen the stories in the news about baby Aya. I don't know if you remember her. That's the baby girl that was actually born in the rubble. Um, mm. And her mother did not survive. There were no immediate family members um, that survived. And thousands of people around the world actually came forward offering to adopt the baby. But mm. thankfully, there were living relatives in the country, an uncle, I believe, and then uncle's full family that was able to take her in. And, you know, of course, there are many other children who have been orphaned in this tragic disaster. Um, so this story actually really served as an important reminder to us that most uh, vulnerable children in Turkey and Syria will like, likely have at least one living parent or other relatives who could care for them. But they need the support and resources to do that, just like baby Aya's family did. So um, it's interesting just to recognize, you know, with interna- international adoption, it's not necessary in the vast majority of cases. And actually, it's really never appropriate in this very early, immediate aftermath of a crisis. Right now, it's really critical that organizations in Turkey and Syria continue to support family members who have taken in their orphaned relatives. This is something we call family strengthening. Mm. Okay, that's important information. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much. Uh, just giving us kind of a picture of what that kind of ministry could be, and and it seems like it's best for them to remain in country, especially now, but to provide support. So, is there a way that you can maybe share a, a story of a child or a family that's really been impacted from the ministry and the network of faith to action? Yeah, we know every day that um, our partners in Turkey and Syria are providing really essential support to make life easier for families. So, you know, as, as relatives take in little ones, um, not only are they dealing with the fact that they've lost family members, right, but mm. they also have lost their homes, their jobs, schools, all the kind of other important elements of community and support that we all rely on. You know, they may not have access to, to shelter, or to food, or even heat during the winter season. And in order to stay together, these families need urgent support. We have um, we partner with World Vision, who we know has been in the country in Syria um, prior to the earthquake for a long time. So they have these relationships in the country, um, and they've been one of the things they've been able to do is to go and provide fuel for heating and electricity in the shelters that are there, and also the hospitals. So they're able to kind of these basic services that are necessary come alongside and ensure that they're partnering with other organizations in the country to ensure that they can provide the kind of immediate um, uh, support that they all need to be able to move forward in caring for these families. We're in a conversation right now with Ellie Oswald. She's the executive director of the Faith to Action Initiative. It's a coalition of organizations focused on promoting best practices in care for orphans and vulnerable children. And it seems like there are scads of vulnerable children now due to the earthquake in Turkey and Syria. And Ellie, it is so good to have you with us this morning. 
I appreciate you having me here. So now we, as we uh, turn our eyes back to what's going on there, many of our listeners are wondering, how can I get involved and what exactly are the organizations doing? Can you give us a little bit uh, of the detail of that? And I would, I'm personally interested in what's happening in Syria because we're not hearing as much about that. Yeah, you're right. Um, you know, the good news is there are wonderful organizations that are committed to keeping these vulnerable families together so they can care well for their children. There's also working to reunite um, children who've been separated from their families as soon as possible during these kind of crises. Um, most organizations have teams that are specifically dedicated to disaster relief, you know, and they spend time um, training and preparing for these types of events. So we know there, there are people out there, there are organizations out there that are ready to respond and are responding on the ground right now. Um, we do have partners in Syria and Turkey both right now providing that essential support to make it easier for families to, to stay together. And they work really quickly and aggressively to meet those immediate needs of children that are separated from families, but also at the very same time working to find and reunite them with their parents or their family members. Um, as I mentioned, World Vision is one of those organizations. They've been around for years. They have a dedicated department in disaster relief. So they're a great example of an organization that, that is working on the ground, um, doing work that is helping children and families every day. Another organization um, that pr is providing relief that benefits vulnerable families is the Red Cross. They're, they're there in uh, Syria and Turkey working to provide food, essential supplies. They're doing medical assistance, evacuations, and a, and a whole lot more. So these are the types of organizations Christians should prioritize it sometimes is it's sometimes tempting to kind of re respond to the most emotional ad or <laughs> ask, mm. um, but we do really encourage people to um, take some time to do your homework to 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 find out who's one on the ground already working and what they're doing. And the number of organizations on the ground um, isn't that long. You may be surprised. Um, but for Christians who are looking for ways to help, we are encouraging them to prioritize organizations that are doing that, um, like World Relief is another organization that is um, uh, trained and prepared to do this, this work on the ground. And all of them, um, Red Cross, World Vision, others are working to keep children with their families and are helping separated children to be reunited with their families. And those are the kind of organizations we hope get the support they need so that the funding is never a problem. It's really, there's enough problems on the ground today. Um, we need to be able to come alongside and support them and ensure that they can do the work that they've trained and are ready to do. Mm. Boy, that is wonderful. You. You're hearing the voice of Ellie Ostwald. She's the um, Executive Director of Faith to Action Initiative. And, and Ellie, as we're thinking about what's happening in Turkey, and I know not a lot of information is coming out of Syria, but I was just wondering if you could maybe lead us in prayer for the children and the families of the area. Of course, I'd be honored to do that. Lord God, we recognize that you are God of every country around this world. You are God of every person around this world and every child, Lord. And so I ask for two things, Lord. I ask that for those children who are scared, um, who are alone, who are hurting, that your spirit comforts them in a way that um, uh, we can never even imagine, Lord. We can rest knowing that you love these children more than we can even understand, Lord. 
And I pray that you will teach and guide us and and how we can be a part of the work that you're doing to bring healing and restoration in Syria and in Turkey, that um, you will give us the wisdom and the um, encouragement to be a part of your good solution, Lord. We love and we ultimately know, Lord, in these troubling times that you are a God of hope, and so we rest in that hope. Be with those families, be with those children, Lord. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.